Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. We appreciate you guys hanging out. You don't listen on a Tuesday night. Uh, 402-464-5685. We see you guys on the text line. Thank you very much. We'll read some of those as well. If you have uh, comments that you want to get out, you can do do that as well. We did have one off the YouTube that, that was very specific. We still believe. Uh, oh, nice. They're letting folks know that, yeah, they're fans. That, and it's I, – I have to be 100% authentic. For I got here three years ago. So and they said, well, why don't you do post games for basketball? That would be, and they all kind of shrug shoulders. I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. And then you recognize it's 30 nights of if it goes well, great. If it doesn't go well, it's tough. And then the fans. And what we kept asking was, why were there so many people on our text line and on our phone lines with the seasons that were? And they were just riding with you. They were like, well, look, when it turns, we'll be here. And that gave me all the hope in the world. And that's when we said we could have basketball shows and they need to, they need to know you. Like there's no way anybody is going to know Sam, get to know Sam Hoiberg and not be a fan. So that's kind of the way. The more they know you, the easier it's going to be for this community to rally and be around it. And it also helps because community service is a big part of being a part of the program. And for you, is there a focus? Is there something that you want to bring awareness to? Is there something that you enjoy putting time towards? Well, yeah, I mean, Fred Fred has been sponsoring the Malone Center. And anything that has to do with heart disease or any kind of heart issues is very close to our heart. Mm-hmm. There's a kid's camp up in northern Minnesota that we sponsor that is for children that have gone through open heart surgeries and um, and things like that. But, you know, yes, we're getting more involved in the community. I think we had two years of COVID, so there wasn't a lot of opportunity. But I'd like to get more involved in local things here, too. What can what what space is there? for you I mean, you have very little time you're you're involved you're being pulled in several different directions uh by several different forces but aside from that in this space can can in lincoln can you kind of open awareness about heart issues and, and i hope i hope to i haven't yet but i i'd like to and again with fred and it being so close to him he's done a lot for the american heart association and we've done some things together but we really need to probably get more involved in that in Lincoln, in the Lincoln space. But I also love working with kids, too, and underprivileged kids and that kind of thing. So I think that's a part of what we've said we were going to do. And people bring us events and they let us know if there's something going on with a fundraiser or awareness. And we've been open to it. So I will offer that to you as well. We yeah. will be dancing with the stars. We're dancing with the Lincoln stars Uh-oh. in uh, November for Josh the Otter Foundation. Nice. So okay. Fred and I, yeah, <laughs> we'll be dancing. Is there a preview? <laughs> Sam, have you seen them dance? I haven't, and I don't want to. No. <laughs> I don't really want to either, to be honest. <laughs> it's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> you just got talked into it. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Surprise, to help. I'm Happy surprised you're putting that out there. I know. Well, if it raises money for a good cause, 
need to do that. Yeah, well, there's there there are the videos of hip hop Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, from yeah. back in the day. So yeah. that's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Those are always there, Sam. For 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 mom's sake, um, as you go through your your summer, like you had a full summer to kind of get away and regroup. Um, what did you guys do? How important is that for you guys to get away from it and get away from Lincoln and just be a family? Well, fortunately, we actually had so Jack was back this summer. So all of us except my sister were home. So we spent a lot of time together at the house. But we had, uh, went up to our lake house in uh, Minnesota. And we got together, I think, three times, was it, mm-hmm. for at least a week. And that, I mean, that's always our favorite thing to do every summer. So that that's definitely, like, the most fun and thing that comes to my head right away. Is it fishing? Is it skiing? What is it? What do you do? We got a surf boat. So okay. we surf off the back. Okay. Not a lot of fishing. Don't think we really have the patience for that in this family. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a lot of boating, surfing, that type of stuff. So that lake house has been... We bought that when Fred was playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And it's been our one constant home for all these years. I mean, we move around all the time. And if you asked my son, Jack, where is he from? He yeah. couldn't even really say. Yeah. My daughter, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I graduated from Gilbert High School, but I, I don't know where I'm from. You know, they don't feel like they're from Lincoln right. because they've never lived in Lincoln. Right. So it's the lake has been the one place that's our family home. And we go there, and we get to be together, and it's been the one constant. So that's been wonderful for us. You've gone through the different versions of Fred, right? From high school, college, pro, executive, college coach. How is he so rock solid in this thing? Like, he's never wavered about who he is, no matter what he was doing. What is it? What is that character trait that allows that to happen? I think is he's got a very supportive family and he's always had a good amount of confidence and he just knows what he wants to do and he sets out to do it and he will succeed and I guarantee he will get this program turned around. We're surprised it hasn't happened as fast as we thought it would, but he will and he's a great coach and I just I hope people can hang on and support our team because it's going to turn and it's going to be great when it does. I don't see. That's the thing. I we have. Here's what I found about Nebraska fans: a third of them absolutely believe, a third of them refuse to. Then there's that third in the middle that are always open. They're always open. And I said, if you capture those folks, the ride becomes exceptional. What Sam does pretty well is that when he talks about Husker basketball, he talks about the good in the program, and that's necessary. Because otherwise, the narrative takes over. For you, Sam, you know how hard you work. You know how hard your teammates work. Um, what's the standard for this thing? How, how is it? Is the work going to cross the bridge into success? What makes you believe? Yeah, I mean, something that's really made me believe this like first two weeks back is just seeing everyone get in the gym after our practices. Like, I always go back. I always go around like two to four typically and like last year I, I wouldn't say I mean people still would go to work out but it wasn't as much as I've seen these guys do and especially lately like the gym's always packed there's always people there getting shots up and even someone like Derek Walker I don't think I saw him in the gym much extra last year but he's been going a lot and I think just seeing those things is very giving me a lot of hope and obviously 
playing against the team this year, it feels different. Like defensively, like going against the defense, it's much harder to score, and that that's another thing that gives me a lot of confidence. When when you talk about the amount of time spent in the gym, um, what are you working on? Because you know you've talked about well, I don't know if I'm going to play, but you know how hard you've worked. What are you working? on? Yeah, lately I've been really trying to work on my handle to become more of like a absolute one or point guard. And then every day it's always shooting. Are that, you saying that that you were in this space, in the scouting space, that you've kind of been a combo? And in order to give yourself a chance to play, being an absolute one is, is the way. I think that – I think if I – the end of the day, like it's going to be how I shoot it will be if I'm able to play and then guard. Mm-hmm. But being a one, I think, would help in my size, no matter where I play. Like, if it's professionally even, like, they don't see many 5'11 shooting guards. So, like, I think just having that ability to play the one like that would be very important for me. So I'm trying to work on that. And then every day I get up – I try to get up at least 200 shots, most of the time more. And that, that that's the thing that I really want to keep as a constant, something that I can fall back on. If, my, if something else is going wrong. Your body's changing, and it's changed since you've been here, and it's been changing in, in the last few months. What are you doing? What are you working on? Well, Kurt, he tells me everything to do. And, I mean, I think he's one of the best strength coaches in all of college basketball. And he's got us doing – it's leg day Monday, arm or upper body day Tuesday, full body Thursday, and then more recovery stuff and conditioning on Friday. But – just I don't even know if I can put it like into a few things but he has us doing a lot for sure but it's getting me way stronger and helping me jump higher so it's good mom how much conversation is about this nutrition thing things that you he does away but when he comes home I think I think it's very important for all these athletes to compete at the level that they do to fuel their bodies the right way and I think that that's been instilled in all of them and yeah, they'll go get some French fries here and there or fried food or whatever. But I think they realize how much better they feel when they're eating well. And they've got a nutritionist on staff that helps them with that. And I think they all take it to heart. And I think they do realize what a difference it makes, not so much in your body, but just how you feel. It's, again, having seen him over the last few months and just watched and went, okay, I saw him in high school. And I went, mm. This is a different young man now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the progression is, 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 is loud. But I'll ask you this. On that group, when those folks do the extra time, who, who, who the, who's the hardest working Husker currently? I honestly don't even know if I can pick one right now because I, th- I think it's pretty equal with a lot of guys. So Sam Griesel obviously is a super hard worker, and he's been working super hard to get his hip right. So if I had to pick one, I would say him, but – so many guys are coming in and getting extra work in that it's hard to pick. Well, there are a ton of players who, who are new to the to the one new to Lincoln, uh, new to the program. Give us a breakdown on some of these new guys and, and what they bring to the table. Well, Sam, obviously great leader, and he's just starting to practice again. So I don't I haven't seen him play a lot, but I know he's going to be a solid point guard for us and do like be one of those guys that you can always. See, he's a constant. He's big, like, right? Like a, yeah, he's six seven. I mean, he's he's damn near as tall as Derek Walker as a point guard. So, wow. Okay, that's helpful. Yeah, that that'll be good in the Big Ten. 
Uh, <laughs> That'll help yeah. you a little bit. Eman, uh, another great leader, shooter. I mean, really good defenders, very athletic. So all of that, I mean. This, this team got longer, right? Yeah. Yep. And then Blaze. Blaze is, I would describe him as the big friendly giant off the court, but he would murder you to get a rebound. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, that might be the huge. best news of the day because, yeah. like, we remember Big Ten winners. Like, we understand what's what's required. Yeah, and he—I mean—he takes he's leading the team in charges by far. He very smart defensively, so I, I'm really excited for Blaze to play this year. No, no, mom, I can ask you this question. Uh, aside from your son, who's your favorite player? You know. I really do love them all. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I, I know that I'm to not, be true. I, I, I really do. It, I could never pick one, uh-huh. but it's really been fun seeing Derek, who came as Fred's first year, and seeing him progress into this wonderful young man over the years. That's been very, very gratifying. And it's just those kids that stick around, and you can watch them grow. Those are kind of my faves, but... They're all such great kids. It's a great group of kids on this team. People are going to really love them. I hope they all get to know them because it's the only way you can really truly grasp what kind of guys these are. But they're all high-character guys and come from great families, and we're really happy to have this team this year. That was the next question, was was how much involvement, how much interaction is there with, with moms and dads of the, of the program? Well, initially there's a lot when you're getting to know them and they're on visits and and then they commit and um it's wonderful to see them in the stands i mean a lot of them are coming from all over the country so you don't get to see them off that often but it's fun to celebrate the victories and and to uh see them when you go on the road or when they come to lincoln and i'm hoping now with nil that some of these families can afford to travel because it's not easy to get to lincoln from wherever it is they're coming right, from. Right. Um, so it, I'm, I'm excited to see more families in the stands this year. How can how can 93.7 The Ticket help with those NIL situations? I mean, you're around these families, and you know what the needs are. You also are in the community, so you know what businesses are out there. How can we help? I mean, I think a little bit goes a long way. I mean, we'll take <laughs> – they have a collective now for men's basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Fred's going around and doing a lot of educating on NIL, and I don't think people really know all that it entails. But firsthand this year, I I listened to Fred talking on the phone with these potential recruits, and now they've got agents. And the agents are saying, well, so-and-so can get this much here. And Fred's like, listen, I can't tell you how much money I can get you. But when you come to campus, if you do well, the, the community will support you. But I think a little bit goes a long way. If people can give a little bit, that's great. But what has been really gratifying is a person like Blaze, who went back to his home country in Africa, and he's gotten his family out of po- poverty with not a lot of money. But great. what he's done for the, his family, because now he's getting a free education, and he's making a little extra money, and he's getting to help his family get out of a tough situation. So that's wonderful. See, that's the, that's the, those are the stories that need to be told mm-hmm. consistently. Um, Sam, being in this space, you know some of the situations and scenarios. We will give you full permission to use this as a vehicle to get those stories out because that's how you're going to move the needle. That's for everybody involved. And 
what I know about our listeners are if they know the stories, they begin to care, and then they move. So mm-hmm. that's helpful. Uh, we'll throw it to break. Um, we'll come back and close this. I'll ask a, a few Hoiberg questions like, Who's the funniest Hoiberg? Like, I need to know who the jokester in the family is, and it's not Sam. Uh, We'll be right back. (laughs) 